0: And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, first up on today's program, we head back to the World Pork Expo that was held in Des Moines, Iowa just a few weeks ago. Our good friend Mike Pearson, host of AOA, caught up with Merck Animal Health to learn about a new product that they rolled out during the World Pork Expo at the Iowa State Fairgrounds in Des Moines. Here is that interview. World Pork Expo 2023 continues and there's some
1: excitement here at the Merck booth. I'm talking with Brett O'Brien. She's a senior account manager for technical services. And Brett, what's the enthusiasm about here with Merck this year?
2: Yeah, we're super excited to be launching our Circumvent CML vaccine. This has been, you know, multiple years um, in the making uh, for us. We know, you know, we're a company that's driven by prevention. Our customers have clamored. They want the added convenience of putting more in one bottle to make it easier for caretakers having to administer it, but also less stress for the piglets. And so what our current CML is, is a triple, it's the first ever of a circovirus, uh, mycoplasma high pneumonia and a Lawsonia intracellular vaccine all in one.
1: So we've got a three-peat in one package, three vaccines all coming together, and that's new this year, right, Brett?
2: It is. We are just now launching it here at World Pork, so we're super excited to be able to, you know, offer offer the extra convenience um, to producers out there.
1: But these chemistries aren't new on their own, are they?
2: No, so that is uh, great. We're playing and working off of our you know, historical reputation and our proven antigens and adjuvants that have been in Circumvent MG2 product as well as our porceliciliitis. So they've been tried and true and proven, and now that we've got all three together, you'll get the same, same level of protection.
1: Where does this fit for a producer on the farm?
2: This is expanding our myriad of offerings. So we still do have our Circumvent MG2 porceliciliitis, But now for those, you know, that might have issues with product handling or just want fewer injections to reduce stress for both the caretakers administering vaccine or then also what the pigs are experiencing, we can do all of that with just one injection. So it's a single 2cc intramuscular injection for pigs three weeks of age or older for its current label. The other nice benefit that I would point out is, you know, for a lot of folks in our industry, there's a heightened awareness. Around sustainability efforts. And so, with this having it all in one, and then also it only being a two cc shot, you've got uh, reduced waste, you know, um, with this product offering compared with some others out there. So,
1: availability for growers can they go out and buy it today? Where should they go for more information?
2: Yes. So, it is available in distribution channels currently. And I would recommend that you connect with um, your Merck sales representatives. Um, to, uh, to to work out buying it through distribution or the options of getting it direct.
1: That's Brett O'Brien. She's the Senior Account Manager for Technical Services at Merck. Brett, thank you so much for filling us in on Circumvent CML.
2: Thanks. And if you have any other questions about the product, just check out our drivenbyprevention.com.
0: And once again, thank you to our good friend Mike Pearson with that interview from World Pork Expo a few weeks back with our friends at Merck Animal Health. Well, the Pacific Maritime Association and the International Longshore and Warehouse Union on Wednesday night announced a tentative agreement on a six-year West Coast port labor contract, bringing an end to a year-long labor negotiation that had recently turned contentious since June 1st. Work stoppages have slowed cargo movement and at times effectively shut down some container terminals. So the tentative contract agreement is tremendous news for U.S. red meat exporters and their overseas customers. U.S. Meat Export Federation President and CEO Dan Hallstrom explains.
3: This tentative agreement that's been reached uh, with the West Coast longshoremen uh, is a uh, paramount of importance for us. It's, uh, you know, once again, uh, a huge percentage of our business, especially value-added chilled business, which is our highest value business for both beef and pork, goes off the West Coast for their, our Asian markets, Japan, Korea, Taiwan, China. These exporters and importers in these countries rely upon a certainty for stability in terms of their shipping logistics and uh Uh, Before this agreement was reached there was a a large level of uncertainty. Will my shipment be delayed? Will it be passed over and and skip a week? These are the sorts of things that were implied since a year ago when the contract expired. So this is good news in a sense of restoring that certainty and reliability that we're known for 52 week a year business to these various ports uh, in Asia.
0: Now, the tentative agreement must still be ratified by both sides, a process that could take several weeks. But in a joint statement, the parties indicated that port operations are expected to return to normal. The union and port management acknowledged the agreement was brokered through the assistance of Acting Secretary of Labor Julie Sue. For more information, you can visit usmef.org. Well, also, we see that Senator Roger Marshall this week introduced legislation that amends the Richard Russell National School Lunch Act to allow schools participating in the program to serve whole milk. The Dietary Guidelines for Americans reports that nearly 90% of Americans do not meet their daily dairy intake recommendations. The Kansas Republican says, quote, I truly believe food is medicine, and by increasing kids' access to milk, we will help prevent health complications down the road and encourage nutrient-rich diets for years to come, end quote. Now, in 2010, Congress passed the Healthy Hunger-Free Kids Act, which amended nutrition standards in the school lunch program. Among the changes, the law mandated that flavored milk must be fat-free within the program. Now, in May of 2017, USDA announced a rule that allowed schools to receive waivers for low-fat flavored milk rather than only fat-free. Leading nutritionists have found that whole dairy fats have no negative effect on a diet and may even reduce risk of heart disease. Well, that is not the only legislation surrounding milk that has been introduced recently. Republican Wisconsin Representative Tom Tiffany recently introduced the Milk Act. The milk is indisputably liked by Kids Act of 2023. The legislation would amend the Richard B. Russell National School Lunch Act to require schools to offer flavored milk under the school lunch program. The Wisconsin Republican explains why he thinks the legislation is needed.
1: The Biden administration wants to exclude chocolate milk from being offered at schools across America. We believe that milk should be offered, including chocolate milk. In fact, I think it's a great tradition. I remember back when I was in school, every Friday we had chocolate milk. But on a serious note, this really does, for some kids, get them access to milk that they sometimes do not have, including with the flavored milks. And I think this is a good thing for kids to have milk in school, and our bill allows schools to be able to do that.
0: While some argue for removing chocolate milk from school menus keeps children from choosing sugary drinks, Tiffany says the alternatives are worse.
1: And that's a legitimate question, but you have to consider the option of what are kids going to drink instead of chocolate milk. I mean, oftentimes they are just going to go to the soda pop. And is that actually better for kids than chocolate milk? Of course it's not.
0: And Tiffany claims that the larger issue is with environmental claims coming from the Biden administration. Again, that is Representative Tom Tiffany, a Wisconsin Republican, recently introducing the Milk Act, or the Milk is Indisputably Liked by Kids Act of 2023. Well, we're out of time here on this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.